This is the Bouquet Toss Podcast, brought to you by the Budget Savvy Bride. We're here to help you figure out what to keep and what to toss from your wedding day plans. Join founder Jessica Bishop and editor Sari Wienerman as we unpack wedding trends and traditions to help you plan a wedding that feels authentic to you. So before you get cold feet, let's dive right in. Welcome back to The Bouquet Toss, the podcast where we unpack all sorts of wedding traditions and trends to help you decide what to keep and what to toss from your wedding day plans. Today, we are saying, let there be light, because we're talking all about wedding lighting, why this is so important, and how you can pull it off the savvy way. This is a trend that it's not often thought about first or even second when it comes to wedding planning, but it can make such a big difference for your wedding day experience and ultimately for the photos that you're going to treasure forever. A lot of venues typically take care of this for the couple, but especially if you're DIYing your event, you may need some help where lighting is concerned. So that's why we are so excited today to be joined by the amazing Marie Kubin from Rent My Wedding. She specializes in all different savvy alternatives for effectively lighting your wedding day and making you, your venue, and your guests look amazing. Welcome, Marie. Hi. Well, thank you so much for having me. We're so excited to have you here. And I have like a full intro just to give everyone a little bit more context about you. Super excited to welcome yet another incredible female founder to the Bouquet Toss. Marie Kubin is founder and CEO of Rent My Wedding, the nation's largest online event rental company. And for the last nine years, Marie has been helping couples create their dream wedding for a fraction of the price using DIY rentals. The company is proud to have earned the most five-star reviews in the wedding industry, according to WeddingWire. So that's no small feat. Great feedback from the customers. Marie publishes free resources for couples at Rent My Wedding Magazine, which is a free print and digital magazine that features real weddings, advice from experts, and DIY projects. You can find the magazine on their website as well as Amazon.com. And as if that's not enough, the Transform Your Wedding podcast is another one of her ventures, and it's all about decor, tips, and tricks. So be sure to tune into that as well. And we just knew that you would be the perfect guest to share some lighting tips and advice with us. So welcome, Marie. Thank you. And you know, I love lighting, so I'm so excited for this topic. So that's a great segue. What excites you most about lighting at a wedding? Yeah, so lighting is one of those things that it really creates that wow effect. So you walk into the room and guests just can't believe their eyes. The venue looks amazing. It's hard to put into words. I think you have to really see it and experience it yourself. But guests have always told us that they just cannot believe how the venue looks with the lighting. You know, we've worked with tens of thousands of clients and every last one of them said, you know, I don't know if I even really knew why I needed lighting, but I'm so glad I did it. It really makes such a difference. It can totally transform a space. Yeah, and I think that wow factor is something Jess likes to talk about all the time, which I love because we're all about figuring out the savvy way to get that wow factor. There's no part of being savvy that means taking out the wow factor. You can really achieve that with the way you light your wedding. So give us an idea of what type of lighting gives couples the most bang for their buck. Definitely. Yeah, there's probably three different types of lighting that I would say give you the most bang for your buck. It's really going to elevate the decor. It's going to set the mood and it's going to create that wow effect. So the first one is up lighting. 
Up lighting is a type of lighting that creates a colorful glow on the walls. So you're basically just placing these lights on the floor up against the wall. You put them all around the room and then you can set them to any color you want. So it could tie in with your wedding colors or you could just pick a color that's going to create the mood you want, like a vibrant purple if you're trying to have a dance party or a really nice and elegant white or cream color if you're trying to have a more subtle look. So the second bang for your buck type of lighting, I would say, is a gobo, or it's otherwise called a monogram light. This is a special projector that puts your names or your monogram in lights. So it really looks amazing. It personalizes your venue, and you can use it anywhere. So you could put it on the wall, maybe behind your sweetheart table or the cake table, and you can also put it on the dance floor. It's going to just add a little something extra and create a really beautiful focal point. I love the personalized details. Anything that has your name or your monogram, your wedding date, whatever the case might be, really does add that just like personal touch and element that elevates your whole wedding look, I think. Yeah, I knew Jess was going to say that. She loves all those personal things. And what's (laughs) sticking out in my mind now is what cool things you would be able to do with incorporating your monogram. Maybe you have it in print on your signage or on your invitations that you had sent out previously. And now you get to weave that in to the actual room where it happens. Haha. <laughs> and, you know, have the lighting version of it. That's really cool. Yeah, and it's awesome because if you're in a venue where maybe they don't want you hanging things on the wall, it's great because it's just a projector. So you can project it anywhere. You don't have to worry about restrictions from the venue either. Like low waste. I like that. Definitely. And that third type of lighting that I think is really kind of a bang for your buck is a cake spotlight, or it's also called pin spotting. So this is actually, it's very small. It's really affordable, but it's just going to make your cake look so amazing. It's basically like shining a little flashlight or spotlight onto your cake, and it's going to make it stand out. So when guests walk into the room, they'll say, wow, look at that cake. And when the photographer is taking photos, it's just going to make that cake really pop in your images. Amazing. So where does that light go? Like, how do they project it? Is it at the cake or up from the cake? Or how does that work? Yeah, there's different ways you can do it. So with our cake spotlights, they're magnetic and they also have a tabletop base. So if you've got, you know, the type of ceiling that has little metal slats in it, or maybe there's a chandelier nearby, you can actually just stick that light overhead and shine it down at the cake. Otherwise, if you don't have any metal that you could affix it to, you can always just put it on the table and aim it up towards the cake. And that's going to make it glow and light as well. Amazing. So that would be great for like an outdoor wedding if you don't have a ceiling to hang something from, I guess. Definitely. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Is this something that you see couples using to enhance like an outdoor setting? Because I feel like when you're inside, you can control the environment a little bit more. But when you're outside, it's probably a little harder. So are all of these things, these three types of lighting, can you incorporate them into outdoor weddings? Yeah, you actually can. I'm glad you asked that because a lot of people think that lighting is just if you have a traditional banquet hall or an indoor venue, but especially now with the pandemic and we're seeing couples start to do some backyard weddings and outdoor weddings, you can actually use lighting and it's going to really transform that outdoor space and make it look and feel like a wedding. So when it comes to the uplighting we're talking about, you can put the colorful lights on the side of your house or on a fence or on trees. And it's just going to make the home details fade away and make it look like it's more of a wedding venue. Same thing with the monogram light. 
If you're in your backyard, there's probably not a real dance floor. But if you shine that monogram down on the patio, instantly you've got a dance floor area and it's going to look so beautiful for the first dance. So yeah, all of this lighting, you can absolutely use indoors or outdoors. I love that because I think a lot of times we talk about how to transform like a really bare bones, empty room kind of space. And obviously lighting is a great and affordable way to do that. But knowing that you can achieve those same sort of wow factors and enhance, you know, whether it's your own backyard or any sort of outdoor space as well, the versatility that you have with lighting, I think is just even more amazing and makes it even more savvy of an option. A lot of times when you're picking that initial choice of what's the venue going to be, probably a lot of couples right now are worried about not getting that true wedding feel if they're not going to do it at a venue. But this is exactly how you achieve that. This is the perfect way to make whatever your choice is end up working the way that you want it. It's another example of there's truly no rules. If you want to pull something off, there's a way to do it. Definitely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think between the pandemic and couples that are on a budget and just going for non-traditional venues, I think it's all about the decorations, because if you have the right decorations, you can transform any space. I'm telling you, we actually had a garage wedding and it sounds ridiculous, but literally we went in, we put up draping on the walls. We did some colorful uplighting. We added a monogram light with their names. And whenever we show people these pictures, they're like, I can't believe this is a garage. There's no way you're lying. So I think it just goes to show how you can literally transform any space. Doesn't matter what your budget is, where you're getting married. It can look absolutely amazing. That's awesome. That actually leads right into our next question, which is what are some of the most creative uses for lighting that you've seen couples do? Oh, yeah, that's a really great question. So I think number one is definitely using the lighting to make over a space. So whether it's in the backyard and turning that into a magical reception. If you're doing it indoors, we actually had some couples during the pandemic who got married in the living room. And again, with some lighting and a backdrop, you can actually create a really nice wedding video, take some nice wedding photos, and it still looks like a real wedding day. You didn't have to give anything up. Some other things that I think are creative, I've seen couples try to transform their indoor space into an outdoor space, which you can also do with lighting. Um, Oh, tell us more. (laughs) (laughs) We've got something that's called starry night lighting. And couples are using this in a couple of ways. So the first most popular one is to have that first dance under the stars. So, you know, you project the starry night lighting on the ceiling over the dance floor. It has realistic clouds, slowly moving stars, and it's just so magical and amazing. I think that's probably one of the most creative uses I've seen with wedding lighting. I'm like picturing like just magical, almost like fairy tale vibes with the stars on the ceiling. Such a cool effect. And y'all have examples of this on your Instagram and stuff that people can see, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Check out our Instagram as well as our website. We have tons of photos from our clients just showing all the different ways you can use lighting. My jaw dropped when you were describing that because that's (laughs) so amazing. That one was one of my favorites. People have also used that starry night lighting to do themed weddings. So we had a night in Paris theme where they actually projected the stars onto the wall along with an Eiffel Tower, just cardboard cutout. And that was so magical as well. I loved it. I love this so much. 
this is truly one of those things that I feel like gets left out of the equation often when you are planning your decor and when you're trying to just like figure out what your wedding is going to look like. Lighting seems like such an obvious way to make sure that you're getting this special wedding feel that everyone wants so badly. That is probably one of the biggest things that we hear from brides is that They want this day to just be truly different than anything else. Even if you are getting married at your home, you can make it like this awesome, completely made over room just for your wedding. And it doesn't have to break the bank. Definitely. Yeah. And that's what I love too, is you can customize it and personalize it however you want. So lighting gives you so many options. So if you're just looking at the venue itself, you might feel like you're kind of pigeonholed into one type of wedding. But the truth is, if you just add some lighting, you can totally use it like your venue is a blank canvas. You can make it whatever you want. Another great way to do that is with texture lighting. This one, it actually projects patterns onto the wall or the dance floor or the ceiling. And it's just another way where you can do, you know, flowering branches or palm leaves and create that ambiance you want. So if you dreamed of a destination wedding at the beach, but reality set in and you're going to be in your hometown at the local venue, project some palm branches on the walls and it's going to give you that instant tropical vibe. I love that. I would have never thought of that. (laughs) That's seriously awesome. And so basically it's like, different like films or something that you can put over to create that textured effect? How does that work? It's basically a special projector. It's called a gobo projector. And inside that projector is a tiny little disc that has been customized with the design. So for example, over at Rent My Wedding, we actually create all those discs. You would just go on our website and either pick from a catalog or just tell our designers what you had in mind and they'll create something completely custom for you. Wow. And then when you get it, it's a projector, it's preloaded with that design. So all you have to do is just plug it in and set it on a table and then aim it wherever you want to see it. That's so cool. So let's say you are going to have your reception at a venue, how much lighting do they typically cover themselves? Like what, how much do they typically include in a normal wedding package? Is this something they have as add-ons to a package? Is it typically included? I think it really varies. So it's a good question to ask your venue when you're probably before you even sign a contract. And there's different things to think about. Some venues require you to use their vendors and they may say, If you want lighting, you're going to have to use this full service vendor and that might cost you $5,000 to do all the lighting. Yeah, so it really depends. But then other venues, they might have lighting in-house that they provide. Typically, we see that being just up lighting. It's usually limited to that and anything else you'd have to get a vendor or, you know, look for DIY rentals to do it yourself. But again, even the venue's own up lighting they provide a lot of times can still have a high price tag because that's just kind of the nature of the industry. Definitely ask questions and then shop around and kind of find the best option for you. Yeah. So going back to like the difference between setups for like indoor versus outdoor, obviously the power supply comes into play depending on what type of lighting you're using. So is that something that couples should keep in mind when deciding what kind of lighting to use, whether they're indoor or outdoor, you know, do they need to be I guess, making sure that they have enough plugs in the wall and things like that? Or what sort of advice do you have for that? That is a really good question. So if you're having an outdoor event, definitely you want to think about whether you have outlets or you could even just consider using battery powered lighting. That is going to make it just so much easier and you don't have to worry about locating those outlets and getting everything to work that way. 
So a lot of these lighting effects you can do as a wireless option. So the up lighting, for example, there's the kind that comes with power cords, and then there's the kind that comes with a built-in battery. So if you're doing it outdoors, I would say go with the battery-powered up lights. You literally just put them anywhere. They last for eight to 10 hours. Super simple. Wow, and, that's great. And same with the cake light too. That's battery operated. So you're never worrying about outlets or power cords. So savvy, so simple stress-free. Does it get better? (laughs) (laughs) So from your experience, are there any lighting no-nos that you would want to share? Things that maybe you've seen that you're like, "Mm, I wouldn't suggest doing that. Ooh, that's a tough one because like I said, I love lighting. So (laughs) I don't think there's anything I don't like when it comes to lighting. It's like the more lighting, the better. Going crazy with lighting is always fun. Keeping it simple is fun. Honestly, the only thing that's a no-no is to overpay for your lighting. So please don't pay thousands and thousands of dollars. That makes me so sad when I hear from couples who are telling me, I wish I would have found you before I booked the DJ with the up lighting because, you know, he's charging me an arm and a leg and we signed a contract and I can't get out of it. So I think that's honestly the biggest no-no for lighting is just do your research, look at all of the options and don't overpay. I love that. Obviously, like <laughs> that's like a savvy mantra. Don't overpay. Do your research, shop around, price compare and find the best solutions for you that fit within your budget. And because it can be such an affordable thing to do if you use companies like Rent My Wedding, why not take advantage of that? And then you can put those funds, those extra funds that you're saving towards something that maybe means more to you personally, like catering or music or even your dress, whatever, you know, your priorities are. I love that this is an area that couples can really get like that luxurious look, but still save significantly. Yeah. That said, if you are going for a little bit more of a simple effect with your lighting, because it is something that you're prioritizing, maybe a little bit lower on your budget list, what are the things you should focus on first and foremost when it comes to lighting your wedding? I would say if you are on a super strict budget and lighting is not at the top of your list, I would just pick one thing and that would be up lighting. So if you just add a couple of up lights to the room, maybe four up lights, one in each corner, that is going to make such a huge difference. It just adds that ambiance. It really sets the mood. So, you know, for under a hundred bucks, you can just add this really amazing effect that's going to make your wedding look so elevated and so elegant. So I'd say definitely getting four up lights in the budget somewhere is definitely a big priority. That's a great tip. At The Budget Savvy Bride, we love working with companies that make your wedding planning simple, savvy, and stress-free. And today's sponsor will do just that. If you're looking for a different kind of bridal brand, check out Vowed Weddings. Vowed's collection of wedding dresses offers amazing quality and style at prices that won't break the bank. 70% of their collection is under a thousand bucks, so there's plenty of savvy styles to choose from. They're also a brand with a mission. They've pledged to give 1% of their sales to charities that build confidence and educate the next generation of incredible women. That's something we can really get behind. Visit vowedweddings.com today to browse their collections, schedule a virtual appointment, and take advantage of their try-at-home program. Again, visit vowedweddings.com, V-O-W-D, weddings, W-E-D-D-I-N-G-S.com. Happy planning. We've also seen some, what we're calling lighting trends. They're all over social media. They perform really well. People are wowed when they see them. We want to get your take. So 
What are your thoughts on the light bulb trend? This is something we've seen a ton of. They're like clear light bulbs with medicine bulb kind of thing. Is that what yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Thank you, Jess. And they're hung <laughs> like tons of them are are hung around, but it looks amazing. So how do you pull that off? What are your thoughts? I love that trend. I think it's so beautiful. And I think that one's pretty easy to do. So it's basically string lights, but instead of the traditional, you know, Beaster light bulbs, they're just switching them out with Edison bulbs. So it's pretty simple. You would just, you know, measure your space, see how many feet of string light that you need to cover it. And then people hang those from either trees or if you have some type of frame or mounting, you can mount that to do freestanding poles to mount it. So yeah, I think that's a really pretty look and it's pretty easy to do as well. This might be an obvious answer, but if you are going to hang the lights from trees or something like that, what do you use to secure it? There's a bunch of different ways you can do it. So, you know, some people, they just DIY, they just kind of wrap it around the branches if you've got a big mature tree. Other things you can use, there's special cables that basically if you go to you know, kind of a hardware store, you can find it, but it's cables that would secure it in a more secure way than just wrapping it around the tree branch, probably. <laughs> and then there's, you know, zip ties, things like that work too, if you've got light enough string lights. Yeah, the clear zip ties are clutch when it comes to that outdoor decorating stuff, I think. And they're yes. pretty seamless and like easy to cover up as well. For sure. You guys, what a savvy tip. <laughs> <laughs> so are these string lights basically like Christmas lights? Yeah, they're pretty similar. So, you know, Christmas lights are basically same thing. It's just changing out what type of bulbs. So yeah, I would say all string lights that you see are kind of in the same family, whether you make them red and green for Christmas or Edison bulbs to have that cool vibe or your traditional clear sort of round bulbs if you want that beachy kind of outdoor wedding kind of vibe. So yeah, they're all very similar, kind of the same thing. So you could repurpose them after your wedding and use them at Christmas time right? You totally could. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we love something that has a dual purpose. It makes the cost that much more worth it. Yes. Cost per use. You get more, more <laughs> mileage out of it if you can reuse it after the wedding for sure. Absolutely. So in the interest of being eco-friendly, what would be your best advice for an option for lighting that might feel the best for the environment? That's a huge push right now in the wedding industry, and I'm so glad it is because I think that couples are being more and more conscious about being eco-friendly, being less wasteful in their weddings. So lighting is definitely a major way to accomplish that. So, you know, first and foremost, instead of buying paper decorations or other kind of disposable materials, lighting is something that's going to be reused over and over and over again not only lighting, but also doing it as a rental. So maybe if you're not sure if you're really going to use those Edison bulbs at Christmas, maybe you should just rent lighting. And that way you guarantee that the lights are going to be used by hundreds more couples after you and not sitting in a box somewhere and eventually just going in the garbage. So I think, you know, it's great as far as reusing things. And then the lighting nowadays is done with LED lights. So another great thing, we're using a very low power technology for that. So a single up light uses about, you know, just nothing when it comes to plugging that into the wall. And if you use the rechargeable batteries, that's another great way of using that renewable energy source. I think lighting and rentals in general are a great way to make sure that your wedding is eco-friendly. 
I totally agree. And that's such a good point about the advancement in technology in light bulbs, because I know, I feel like we used to have to replace bulbs all the time, just in our home lamps and things like that. But now the LEDs, they literally last forever and take so much less power to get the same like level of brightness, right? Exactly. Yeah. So with just a fraction of the power, you get the same brightness as a traditional bulb. And, you know, with our uplights, I think the useful life on those is something like 50,000 hours. It's just insane. They've really done so much with the new technology. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I think we've really taken everything that you can do with the improved electricity that we have is amazing. I think a lot of styled shoots show this, but candlelit weddings which seem like dreamy and romantic, but also really hard to pull off. Do you feel like you see a lot of couples doing their weddings by candlelight? Maybe when it gets to be nighttime, maybe they put candles out on just the tables, or is that something that you feel like electric lights have replaced? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I think, you know, candles still always have a place in weddings because they are so romantic and they really set that mood. So I think that couples definitely still use candles if the venue allows it anyway. Definitely the sweetheart table. I think it looks really gorgeous. An interesting thing we are seeing, though, is a lot of couples request uplighting in candlelight color. So that's not even a color, but we had to invent it, you know, just for <laughs> weddings. So if you look on our color chart now, there's literally a color that is called candlelight. It's really just amber, but people, you know, want to use uplights in that candlelight kind of color. And it sets that same kind of vibe and ambiance as if the room was filled with candles. I love that. It's like the warm glow of candlelight, right? And so you're mimicking exactly. that same type of vibe. I love that. Mm -hmm. Especially because a lot of couples might really associate wedding lighting with what you would see from a DJ, which is typically neon colors or like, the, you know, it's typically very colorful. And there's a place for that, sure. But if that's not the vibe that you want for your wedding, it's great to know that there are these other options that are not at all in that like technicolor realm that still do such amazing things for your wedding. Definitely. Yeah, it's so versatile. So you can take a room and using the same lighting, that lighting can look really elegant, really soft, romantic, or it can look like you're at a club and having the most fun reception that you've ever been to in your life. So you can totally do either way. Or both. I mean, you might right. want like that subdued romantic vibe for like the dinner hour and your toast and your first dance and all of that. But then you want to kick it up a notch and have like the party portion with the flashy DJ lights, maybe. Yeah, for sure. And that's a cool thing. You can actually just change the settings on the lights. Uplights, for example, they come with a remote control. So maybe during the reception, you've got them set to that really beautiful candlelight color. And then once it's time to get on the dance floor, you grab the remote, you put them into color change mode. And now all the lights are changing colors to the beat of the music. So it just totally, again, sets the mood for the room and everyone knows, hey, it's time to transition and get on the dance floor. Party time. Yes. So if couples are going to be renting, let's say they're lighting from Rent My Wedding and they want to do some of that color change, is that something you would say you kind of need like a coordinator to do? Can you kind of assign that to somebody in your wedding party and say, you're going to pick up the remote and make this change? What would be your advice for that? 
Yeah, I think it's a great idea to have someone that you assign to do that, whether, you know, that might also involve the setup, the teardown, any special programming you want to do during the wedding. I always love having a point person. That way you don't have to worry about it yourself during the wedding. So whether it's, you know, maybe a friend, a family member, you just give them the instructions, give them that remote. It's super easy. The remote controls, honestly, they're color coded buttons with words that say what each button does. So even if you didn't have the instructions, I'm pretty sure you could just give someone that remote and they would figure it out. So it's super easy. And yeah, it takes somebody like one second to do it. So having a point person is a really great tip. Sounds pretty foolproof to me. Totally. Yeah. I love that you mentioned foolproof because that's been my biggest thing with starting the company. You know, I started this while I was planning my own wedding. So I know what it's like to have all these things that you're trying to coordinate And things go wrong. And, you know, when you're trying to mass produce this and then give it to couples all around the country, my big thing was, how can I make it foolproof? Because it's one day, you don't get a do-over. We need to make sure that everything is perfect. We've really spent so much time just going through products, vetting them, figuring out the instructions that work best and making sure we get everything down to, here's what anyone with no experience at all could always do and nothing's going to go wrong and using the right products that we know are reliable. So I think that's another thing to know about lighting is that it doesn't have to be overwhelming and scary and, you know, all of that. It's something that's definitely simple. It's really easy for anyone to do. And it really is foolproof if you are using the right vendor. So here on the bouquet toss, we like to ask the question, would you keep it or toss it? And I know definitely with everything we've already discussed, lighting in general, we're keeping. That adds so much to your wedding experience and the pictures and the feeling and everything. I think what I more want to say is DIYing your wedding lighting. I mean, my vote is definitely keep it because everything you've said, Marie, it's so easy to do and you get to really control the way it comes out. Whereas If you don't choose to do that DIY option, you probably just have less control and maybe a higher price tag without more control. What would you say, Jess? Yeah, I would agree. I think, you know, having this very flexible option that gives you exactly what you want without being kind of tied to whatever lighting package might be offered by a venue or a traditional vendor. I think for me, I don't know, the more control I have, the more the more relaxed I feel about it. So I I love it. I love that you can really make it your own and make all the decisions that are important to you. That's awesome. So we're going to link everything in the show notes, but Marie, give us an idea of where our listeners can find you on the web. Yeah, definitely. So you guys can find us online over at rentmywedding.com. And it's super easy. You rent everything online. We ship it right to your door. And then afterwards, you just send it back when you're done. The shipping is free both ways nationwide. So we've got you covered. And if you're looking for more inspiration, find us on social media as well. You can find us. uh, Our username is just at Rent My Wedding. We love it. Rent My Wedding just the idea of being able to rent things for this day. I swear Jess coined this term. She tells me she didn't, but she likes to call it, (laughs) she calls it the wedding rental revolution. And right. And like that. It's completely just given so much freedom to couples planning their weddings. And we are going to be back with some more episodes specifically about ways to utilize renting in your wedding because it's just such an incredible option. So thank you for shedding some light on wedding (laughs) rentals. (laughs) I like what you did there. (laughs) 
So before we close out, we like to end with a fun wedding fact. Throwing old shoes at a bride and groom as they set off for their honeymoon used to be a normal thing to do in the 1800s. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Why old shoes? Just what could that even symbolize? It's very different than like the rice. (laughs) I know. The only thing I could think of is maybe old shoes symbolizes like what they've been through already and like incorporating that as they walk into their new life together. Seems like a stretch, but I like what you tried to do there. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about whether or not it would be smelly. I mean, I couldn't get past that. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to toss that. Yeah. We'll toss that. (laughs) Keep the lighting. Toss the shoes. (laughs) Well, thank you both so much. This has been so much fun and we'll be back soon with a new episode. You've been listening to The Bouquet Toss, the podcast dedicated to uncovering where wedding trends and traditions come from so that you can plan your wedding your way. We're continuing the discussion in our private community. Join our supportive group of brides-to-be by heading to thebudgetsavvybride.com slash community. Now it's your turn to catch the bouquet as we toss it over to you to rate and review on your favorite podcast app. As always, stay true to you, and we look forward to chatting again soon.